Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Dungeon Boys. This is like a, a .5, 20.5 episode. It's not a full episode, because I promised you folks that we will be doing a recaps every 10 episodes. Woo! And we not gonna let you down. My name's Keith, by the way. I'm your DM. Josh, playing as Arlo. Zenas playing as Grim. And I'm Bryce, <clears throat> playing as Jack Law. Jack Law. Anyway, welcome. This episode is brought to you by Duke's Barbecue, not a sponsor. Uh, we're going to jump right in and do a little recap and do a little debriefing on uh, <clears throat> the last 10 episodes, which is kind of wild that we're 20 episodes into this program. We've got 21 recorded, but 20 have been uploaded, so we're going to try to be careful not to reveal anything to spoil the next episode for you. Um, we kind of know exactly where that butts up to. So, where we're going to start is the last episode we talked about in our recap would have been the episode where Grimm was on the lawn of the, <clears throat> of the uh, manor, the constable's manor in Lonesome, uh, and he was meeting Ronald Willowbranch. Uh, and they had that conversation. I believe Arlo was a frog mm-hmm. in that episode. I was Walter a Froggins. very large frog. Walter Froggins. Walter Froggins. <laughs> Uh, and Jack Law was sneaking about. As he do. As he do. <clears throat> oh, this this was at, at the tail end of the, the governor, the meeting, meeting of Ronald with this the This was the beginning. This the was beginning? essentially... This when was, I first snuck in yeah. and y'all were trying to get in the front. This yeah. is when I first met the governor. Oh, yeah, I was definitely a frog. Yeah, oh, this yeah. was the first meeting. Uh, and really, we hadn't figured out anything about him yet. Uh, and we were not at the climax of the Lonesome Arc just yet. Mm. Um, but we would soon approach it, and I believe in the next episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, do y'all remember what, some big events that happened in that next episode? Like, once, Let's talk about once everybody got in the manor. Because Grimm went back out to the fountain, hung out with Bird for a little and bit. just stared at the gate yeah, and just stared for at the five hours. <laughs> and uh, Bird, he told Burb to hang out out there. So we yeah. don't know what happened to Burb. Eventually, we're going to try to do a bonus episode where we do find out what happens with Burb whenever he's not around. Um, <clears throat> but they, uh, Grim went into the party that was going on at the mansion. Mm-hmm. The manor. Uh, Arlo was taken down, and I don't remember if you had eaten a man yet or not in our last no. recap. That was when he got to the bottom. Yeah. Like they were putting him in the cage. Right. <clears throat> yeah, they. I, I did go into an underground holding facility for. Ronald with a branches creatures. Yes. And branches. And, and I ended up having to eat a dude. Yep. Had to. Had <laughs> to. Uh, and uh, there was no other way to avoid it. Poor stork boy. In Jack Law, you were rooting around as well somewhere. You were in the basement. Yeah, I was on the other end from the other underground place. Correct. Where Arlo was being killed. Oh, you right. missed the buffet. And that is where we start up. Arlo, uh, Jack is in the basement, kind of making his way towards the Arlo zone. A little bit. <laughs> the Arlo's. Um, I have my own zone. Uh, and that's what, so do y'all remember some big events that took place inside the manor? I In found, chronological order, if you don't mind. I first went down into the underground area where there was the big metal box that I couldn't get unlocked. Um, yeah. And then I went, there was a big iron door at the end and I couldn't, I didn't want to go that way yet, so I went back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did and you find a mimic? He did, yeah. He did. He, did. Just, yeah. he investigated a chest that was a mimic, but he decided... It feels like it wants yeah. me to, to open it. it. It was sticky to the yeah, touch. That's what it was. <laughs> and so he's like, nah. <laughs> the, the important bit was I went back up into Ronald's room and I found a journal and a staff. Yeah, 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 yeah. You found a staff, which we will discuss later. The staff was important. That's right. Um, we'll, we'll get there in a little bit. But it was an important staff, and you found his journal... Um, was it like a monster? It was like a journal? monster manual. Yeah. Essentially, it was stuff that he had captured and talked about. So, it, whoever has that, it gives you advantage on um, any sort of checks to to learn about. Yeah, I gave him the book and the in staff. Nature. Uh, well, he can't read. Does it still give him that? Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> very so very detailed. Pictographs. Yeah, and yeah it's there's there's Ronald it's a Wither- pop up book. <laughs> Ronald it's Wither- a pop up. Ronald Witherbranch was something of an artiste. He was able to get across a lot of message with just his the the swish of his brush. Perfect, love it. God rest his soul. God rest his soul. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. My God, we'll get so what? So what next? You found that stuff in Ronald Witherbranch's room. You also found a safe. 
You found yeah, a safe. With, there was nothing worthwhile, and there was yeah. some money and some wedding rings. It was worthwhile to him, but not to you. He was a bad person. It was a family photo. Yeah, yeah. Family, family photo. Him and his brother and something. My intent was to his reveal parents. a little bit that he had a rough childhood, uh, and the fact that his parents were very poor. So the reason he was so bad now is that he just overcorrected. Whenever he became wealthy, he they, he and his brother really embraced magic to try to get themselves ahead in life. Uh, and so he just became a really bad person because uh, he just overcorrected a little bit. Started eating I found creatures. two wedding bands and an engagement ring. Mm-hmm. There was his mamas and his dads. Just, I'll just let you in on some secrets while we're here. I mean, you're not going back for those rings. <laughs> Speaking I, I, of I, I family ties... Oh, yeah. Oh, well, excuse me. Though. Those were in the safe. Speaking of family ties, good old Mr. Baker met good old Mr. Baker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yep, uh, Grim met his father in the vestibule of Bruna. the manor. Bruner Baker. That's a bit out of chronology. No, no, that, no, was, that, that was happening was, at that the same time, time you yeah. were uh, that was a cl- upstairs. Almost, I think, a cliffhanger at the end of episode 11 where, yeah. what are you doing here, boy? <laughs> <laughs> well, so technically, would you be, would, would, your nickname is Grim, right? Mm-hmm. So your, your name would be Grim Baker? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would want to go to or want to avoid that pastry shop. On today's Grim day and Baker. age, everybody needs just a shtick. Oh, yeah. Seems this is dead things Grim in, his Baker. Ba- in his bakery. Trey. Um, yeah, what next? What else happened? Um, Arlo released the prisoners. That's true. Yep. Because you were down there looking for a family. Right, but that, not a basilisk. That, yeah, not a basilisk, though I one was anywhere. there. Yeah. There was one there. You didn't uh, look at it. Which really, you guys, I wouldn't say you lucked out. I guess you just behaved well and didn't. None of the, you did things that were supposed to happen in that house, but in rooms that I didn't think about it happening in. Uh, so you were able to escape Ronald Rutherbridge releasing his monsters on you. Um, go ahead. The the guy turned to stone in the middle of the room. I didn't really think about it, but I was imagining the whole time I was thinking, oh, there's a gorgon down here because this. That's what the mythology is all about, but I didn't I didn't know what a basilisk really was. Yeah. Do they have like venom that turns you to stone, or is it the same <clears throat> look into yeah, my just eyes? Just looking at them turns yep. you to stone. You go, you go with eyes. Yeah, excuse me. Them eye contact turns you to stone. That mm-hmm. uh, also is the mythology on how you kill a basilisk because they're supposedly unkillable. You have to like get them to look at a mirror and they turn to stone. Stone. Gotcha. <laughs> There you go. You guys didn't find the weaponized mirror that I had <laughs> stashed. No, I do have a mirror now, though. That's cool. It, it gives me encouraging. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you encouraging do. Yeah, stuff, that's so. true. You got that magic item. Next time I find a basilisk, he's gonna feel pretty good about himself. <laughs> but then he's gonna die. You yeah. look good, <laughs> man. You solid now. like a rock. Yeah, man. Look at my eyes. You look good. Uh, so yeah, that family. That was the full heart family. Yep. Um, Albert, his wife Corinne, and his their children. Uh, Justine and uh, Torque, yep. their children. They disintegrated. Uh, uh, disintegrated no. is a bad word, I think. There, there's a word for it. Vaporized? Maybe, maybe evaporated. They, they spaghettified into the teddy bear's eyes. That's right. That's what happened to them. So you guys they were skadooed. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. But so, we couldn't too. But something else kind of cool happened before that. Because uh, Justine was mimicking her father's uh, mannerism. She, he, he was shaking your guys' hands. Thank you so much for saving us. Mm-hmm. You, mu- you must be members of this, the, the SOS, the Servants of the Scale, which you are. Thank you so much. You must know Corgus. Yada, yada, yada. Bing, bang, boom. Shaking hands. Justine shakes all of your hands like a little girl would, just trying to be like her Paul. Uh, and she shook Grimm's hand, and each of them made a startling transformation, which is the title... For another episode uh, in uh, the list, they made a transformation, and uh, Grimm's awesomeness was revealed. Uh, him being the darker version, and uh, Justine being kind of the same variant of a person. Uh, her, her the, the light version, um, and they kind of transformed, and they were kind of in this space between worlds a little bit for a moment, uh, where they felt like everything and nothing all at once, um, and then. Grim detransformed, did you not? Mm-hmm. And Justine kind of didn't, and she walked over there to her family and like touched them, and they all got sucked into the eyes of her teddy bear, the black obsidian eyes of her teddy bear. That began glowing. Yep, that began to glow. What happened to the teddy bear? 
It sucked into itself. Oh, okay then. Yep. The feet <clears throat> from the feet it <laughs> into its eyes and bloop, it's all gone. Well, all right. So that was all you got from them. That was the only, uh, you know, kind of conversation you got to have with this very important family, the leader of your your order, the leader of the secret organization that you're members of. Furthering, furthering the mystery of it all. Of course. Um, but it wasn't long after that that you met Ronald Witherbranch again. Mm-hmm. And he tried to kill us. Yeah, he threw a firebolt at the old Arlo, and Arlo's just like, nah, fam, and he took it. <laughs> While Arlo was teleporting back and forth between the set of stairs and the door. Yeah, yeah, we had some yeah. issues. We're getting better at that, but I, yeah, I, early on in the DMing of this campaign, quantum positioning. <laughs> yeah, I, I was extremely confused. Uh, so we, but we got it taken care of. Our fantasy of the mind, theater of the mind, stage manager took a day off. <laughs> mm-hmm. What? What were we? How did we split up after the? Because Ronald Witherbranch, he fought us, and he was like, ah, blah, 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 and he ran off yeah. up the thing. I followed Grimm. What did you do? He went up the other set of stairs. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was going back towards his room because I wanted to, to get the staff that you had told us about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. You, you tried to tell everybody, like, the basilisk had gotten free? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There were a couple of guards in the hallway, and I... I uh, Managed to like persuade them to run the other direction instead yep. of going in a battle. Sure. Um, yeah, and you like kick down the door on your way out and like knock the dude to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. See, we we do try not to kill people in our way. Yeah. Sure. It doesn't always. A work lot of out. people end up dying. It's, it's funny, I it's didn't funny have to throw all those that. coins around. <laughs> in the episode. Do what? Remember, I was distracting people by throwing coins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You on your infiltra- infiltration run. Yeah. Uh, so there was a battle that happened out front, but only after uh, Grimm finally... He transforms again. So mm-hmm. it was not just a, a plot device. It was Grimm is an Osimar, uh and he transformed into this dark, winged, scary boy. Uh, and he ran outside to chase down Ronald Witherbranch, who was bleeding like a stuck pig. He was almost done. I and tackled him over a banister mm-hmm. and crushed his face. With his with his hands. And while that was occurring, I went into his study. See, we tried not to kill him. And I found a big onyx crystal. Mm-hmm. Jet black. Black like that stuff, that, that new stuff, that the super black, the new color that they've invented. Uh, Phantom yeah. black. Yeah, whatever <clears throat> that is. It's like beyond dark. Oh, it's, it's, it's really odd. Look, look it up. It's, it's wild. Yeah. Yeah, also black like the stone on Grimm's tie. Uh-huh. Very much so. Which also glowed whenever he transformed. Huh? Is it and like the teddy bear. Yeah, exactly like the teddy bear right. eyes. You still have that, right? Jack? I do. Yeah. Easy in my Has pocket. the big rock. Uh, I don't think I've told anybody about it. No, nothing has happened with that to date. Nope, nothing has happened with the rock to date. But yo, DM ain't forgot about it. Just be careful. Don't think I'm forget. you know, and stuff. <laughs> if I trip and fall, I'm sure I'll feel the... Uh, Baseball sized rock in my pocket. <laughs> oh, hey, I just remembered. You land on your land on it with your booty. Bruner uh, <clears throat> also saw Grim crush this guy's skull. Yeah, he was less than pleased at yeah. the whole thing. Grim's father being a paladin uh, wasn't super cool with that. Very, very uh, concerned. Uh, and that was the last exchange they had because he. Oh, I talked to Papa Grim. Yeah, yeah. Jack talked to him, and he asked me if Grim was evil. I was like. Probably not. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I, mean, I remember that. Probably. <laughs> all of the uh, evidence, I would have to say, probably not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that wasn't, that wasn't enough satisfaction. That didn't satisfy Gr- uh, Bruner Baker enough to say, like, oh, yeah, we're cool, and go out there and like embrace his son or anything. Uh, he, he went out the back, and you haven't heard from Bruner in a while. Or for he did not kill himself. He did not kill in himself. shame <laughs> at his failings. Nope, don't. That's not canon. <laughs> not canon. But what is canon is our valiant escape through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you guys. Well, we tried. <laughs> it was really impressive that you kill you. There were like four guards. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arlo turned into a spider. Yep. And yep. you guys Throw didn't kill any of them. I don't think. Oh, no. I forgot about that part. I was talking about the horse. We'll get there. Yeah. 
Right. I think I paralyzed a couple of them with spider stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but they would eventually come out of that. Yeah. And even the one guy that crawled away been begging for his life, you didn't kill. Nope. <laughs> I mean, we, 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 give it, we give some effort towards not killing people. Yeah. I didn't get there to the end of that little mm-hmm. battle I mean, sequence. not a lot of effort, but... Yeah. And Burb returned <laughs> with a, just a sack of money on his belt. <laughs> yeah, he did. And a smile. Yep, yep. Some good things happened to Burb while, while he was gone. Possibly side episode to find out what happened to Bird. Mm-hmm. It's in the works. It will happen eventually. Uh, so yeah, Bryce, tell us about the Valiant Escape. I don't even remember. We just no. ran out through the gate, and as we were leaving, Arlo was like, I have an idea, and he turned into a battle charger war horse. Yeah, well, there's a crowd of people. There's a, there's a crowd of people surrounding the manor, mm. like, in the around the walls, because... Like, people have been yelling, the constable is dead. And the constable is almost headless on his front lawn. The town was in a kerfuffle. Uh, and there Not were, the word. Yeah, and there were guards chasing you. So, <laughs> you're in, escape, an escape was necessary. So, yeah, he turned into a war horse. Yep. And Plowed right through. We were kind of slowed. There was a huge crowd out there. So, we were kind of slowed by that, if I remember correctly. We managed to get get back to... There was a huge crowd out there, and we were a bit slowed no, into that. No, you don't have to put the mic in your mouth. <laughs> so you're leaning back a little. I want, I want to make sure the folks can hear you, Bryce. Okay. That um, silky, smooth voice. We managed to get back to... Corgis? Yeah. yeah. Back to the L-I-D. Back to the lid. Uh-huh. The L-I-D slash S-O-S. Yep. H-Q. He was not pleased with our mission report. <laughs> Reasonable. <laughs> But we offered him a substitute constable in the form of Big Daddy Baker. That is true. You did offer that as a solution. BDB. Um, because essentially you did accident. Well, it wasn't an accident. It wasn't an accident, but you didn't go in there planning <laughs> to create a power vacuum purpose. in the town. Grim didn't go in there planning to kill Ronald, though. Yeah, I mean, as your DM, I was prepared for him to be dead. All but is revealed. Also, I guess I did kind of point you to that. That's, that's on me. Whenever we were in an enclosed space and he began attacking us <laughs> with fireballs, yeah. I figured, hey, this guy's supposed to die. Well, I mean, they were, were in his basement. <laughs> yeah. Setting his prisoners yeah. free. I've been in a lot of people's basements, Keith. Well, <laughs> I guess so. Um, he did, when I was a giant frog, he did try to take me in because he wanted to eat me. That's very true. Yeah. Well, but you also ate one of his... Tried to eat Arlo, Keith. He tried to eat a frog. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Eating frog legs, man. Them Creoles down south, you see a frog that big, be hard-pressed not to eat that frog leg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Game over, man. <laughs> uh, I should not have said them Creoles. I feel like that was like a, a bad thing to say. <laughs> that's just not a... Um, uh, a sect of people I refer to. I don't. I don't think that's a racist thing to say, um, or sexist. I, I think they, they eat frog legs like all over the world, man. You're right. It yeah. was offensive. I'm sorry, Creoles. You could, you could just cut this part out. Oh, I budget. won't. <laughs> Doubling down. All Coming of our Louisiana you folks want you to know. Proud of you, and I care about you. <laughs> uh, we we he wasn't happy, so then we had to like somehow get out of the town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he Fun wasn't seen. Yeah, he. Well, didn't, we had to meet somebody. He didn't tell you. Ooh, that was leave because I I'm mad at you. Mm. Um, he said, "Hey, you killed the government here. You essentially <laughs> you have killed the president of this island. Essentially, you ought to leave because if you stay, you gonna die. Restore an order. It's um, my job. <laughs> get out of my office. So yeah, so and Corgus and Betty were there. Grim took that a bit personally. Not gonna lie. What the uh, what Corgus is. Speech. But what, Grim didn't care. What did he say? And it was just his old tone was like, um, "You done bad." Yeah, you. He was, but he was directly mad at at me. Technically, old well, Grim for he killing told me to guy. sit down. And Grim didn't. <laughs> oh yeah, because last time, last time you stood, last time you stood during the meeting, the first well, meeting. Well, if anything ever happens, it's like you got to take an action to stand up. That's 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 meta. That's some that's some meta. That that is definitely in character. He would he would want to be prepared for whatever is about um, to happen. I'm just I'm joking about the meta. Makes but sense. I stand by the fact that he would have told you, "Hey, sit down and do what I say," because you didn't do that this time. I did. <laughs> let's let's just, let's take a a thousand foot view of this. Hey guys, go go and pick up get this family out of jail. Don't cause too much trouble. 
The family is nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. Possibly dead. Could and be. Sucked into a rift in time and space. I showed him the constable my, is my dead. special power. <laughs> <laughs> That's not proof. Slight pause there. Oh, but you did. You learned something about Justine and that family. Because whenever you mentioned that she turned into a crazy girl or whatever, the, the kind of celestial being, they said they were talking to themselves a little bit, like, "Ooh, they must have." Albert and Corinne must have gone through with the with the experiment. And Corgan was dun, like, "No, nah, no way." And Betty is like, "Well, they must have." I'm, I'm, I can't explain this. You know what? <laughs> I got. I asked Corgus to um, ignore that. To <laughs> yeah. To. Dig up info on it, because uh-huh. Grim is uncertain why he is like this. Because uh-huh. Grim is a human to himself. Right. He is doing that. Don't you worry. <laughs> um. So that's Told us the to get out of town. For, yeah, I really need to get back to that. <laughs> <laughs> or just a, that's not happening at all. Arlo and Grim went outside and ran across the rooftops to uh-huh. the edge of town. Yes. Yep. <clears throat> me being me, just. Took off my hat and mask and walked there. Yeah, it's not because he said you guys got to get to the bridge. Mm-hmm. You got to get off of this island. Couldn't get a boat. Island is way up into elevated yeah. space. It, the island is very cliffs of Dover. Yep. Um, no, no uh, ports off of this island. Yeah. By the time we got over there, Jack was like nauseous, so he put the mask back on, yep. put his hat back on, and then we tried to. Assimilate into the crowd that was all trying to get over the bridge because the because yeah. the bridge was closed off due to a, a dead comrade. <laughs> important uh, figure dying recently. Now, to be fair, a defining moment <clears throat> at the beginning of that episode, we all agreed. All right, we're not going to kill anybody. That's true. <laughs> We're not and by the end, someone's feet were inside the chest of an orc. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, it devolved rather quickly. That's not your fault. Well, people in the crowd started getting That is too. definitely his fault. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to jump no. on that man. <laughs> he was an orc. Like 30 feet in the no, air. I mean, it, was it wasn't feet, necessarily your fault that some people died. Also, they're orcs, man. Yeah, we can be orc racist, right? Got me some new shoes. <laughs> I've been murdering it's the crap out of orcs. Really. <laughs> so, when it comes, so there was either first orcs you met, or were there orcs before? We ran into some that you told ran- me to take off my mask. I was like, mm, you're you able won't able to do that. Yeah. It will be painful <laughs> for you. <laughs> I am Lonesome's reckoning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zinus and I were talking about that on the way here too. Uh, Bane and whatnot. So, yes, you guys are in line. And the, the crowds were beginning to get antsy. And the doors were not open to the gate, to the bridge, which is very long. It's the only way off the island. Um, Arlo was, fixed it. You got shot in the same shoulder twice, didn't you? I, yeah, I got shot up <laughs> real bad. Because Arlo put a fog cloud on the door just to cover like that little area. Yeah. And I was not in the fog cloud, so I had to move forward. <laughs> and the archers were just like, hey, man, we're going to hit you. Yeah. And they did. They hit me twice. I but got I, I, trampled I by one a horse. Over, I think. I, no, I dropped one. I pulled one down. Did you? You got trampled by a horse? Not quite trampled, but somebody, the guy swung the axe and it missed whatever he was, yeah. I think he was aiming for Grim, and he hit the horse, and the horse like charged forward and ran me into the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I smacked the horse and got uh, the horse going. Oh, that's asshole. what it was. Because yeah. that's how you open the gate. You, yeah. you, you spooked a horse. Yeah, we got it just barely eked open so we could squeeze through. Mm-hmm. That Jack was, was a, inside the fog cloud. I didn't know Jack was by the door. So. That was my favorite, just as a little DM thing, my favorite combat sequence to date. Yeah, uh, was too. at the gate because there was there was a task to perform inside of the combat sequence. You have to get this gate open, uh, as well as it's a big crowd. Things are going on. I think every people reacted the way it made sense. Like you had this crowd on the other side of the gate that once you got through were trying to press through. So it really distracted a lot of your enemies that they were on the other side of the gate killing uh, some of the townspeople. <laughs> Uh, which again, there's a little bit of blood uh, that paved the way for you to get out of town. Uh, but yeah, it was one of my favorites. There was a moment where Jack was on top of a tower. He jumped off onto a horse and was able to push the gate the rest of the way open, I believe. And then from there on, I opened the gate with the levers in the top right, of the tower. Correct. Yeah. 
the gate was open with the levers on the top of the tower. The jumping Grim, on the horse was our getaway ride. Mm-hmm. Grim was on the tower. Mm-hmm. Uh, he leapt off onto an orc that was laid prone by someone. Arlo, maybe. Arlo, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think he, I vine whipped him or something. Yep. We Thorn did up. some sort of you know <clears throat> bizarre calculation for damage, I think, for his... Not bizarre as in wrong, but just we had to figure out what damage of a... Flying stomp would be well. He it was that he took he would take two d six of falling damage. So we said he dealt two d six of yeah. landing damage, <laughs> and that was enough to just completely cave in the chest of this orc. Essentially, uh, Grim was making cranberry jelly inside <laughs> this guy's chest. He became slippers that day. Yeah. Uh, so I stole a dude's spear and threw it into the water. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> After he stabbed me in the chest. Yeah, but, but definitely my favorite combat sequence. There was a lot going on. It was multi-leveled. There was a getaway. I mean, I don't know of any many other combat sequences I've ever been in in D and D where there was a getaway sequence. Oh, there was a getaway sequence. Uh, and We've actually had two. Yeah. Verb saved the day. Yeah. yeah. Grim, you need new dice because <laughs> I tried to pull you up onto the horse beside me, and then that didn't work. So you tried to grab onto the thing and that didn't work luckily um was in the back and he pulled you up finally come on friend yeah so you guys cruised across the bridge there was another combat encounter on that that was supposed to happen on that bridge but it was such a difficulty getting through the thing i i assumed there would be a little bit more diplomacy used at the bridge to get through um, I mean, I didn't like. You assumed wrong, sir. Yeah, I didn't lay out a buffet of options like you can do this, 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 or this. But I didn't know what you guys would do, uh, so I, I assumed that there would be less death on there and less combat. And I had a combat encounter planned uh, for the bridge, so, like there would be people coming looking for these people, like extra forces. And I was like, no, that was that was good enough. I didn't really see how we were gonna diplomatically get through that. You're like, hey. So maybe we are the guys who killed yeah. Ronald with the match, <laughs> but either or sneakily or some sort of d- distraction plan. But all those kind of things hinge on roles, mm. and I, I can definitely get behind the fact that it gets scary to like I'm gonna bury myself in this plan that could be de- derailed by even something as high as like a twelve roll, you know. <laughs> uh, so I can completely understand that, and we had a lot of fun. With that, so you made it across the bridge. Yep. I've been talking a lot. Y'all tell me what happened. Set we, up camp. Yeah, we stopped for camp. Uh, we <clears> deployed <throat> the butterflies. Yep, my <laughs> army of butterflies. Grim beat me in a rabbit deferring competition. Yep. <laughs> I do not remember that at all for some reason. Uh, was it Burb went out and caught us some rabbits yeah, to yeah, eat? He did. Yep. And he just like handed a dead rabbit to each <laughs> of us. And me and Grim sat down and. Healed them. Yeah, <laughs> we we painted the wagon. Yeah, found Blue. some some blueberries or whatever. So because it was an orc wagon. Yeah, blueberries. Yeah, you heard me. You know those <laughs> those blueberries that bladder blue. Blueberries. Yeah, blueberries. It's podcasting. You can't really recover from that kind of thing. Whenever we found some <laughs> blubberies and me me and Bird painted the wagon and then uh, we we passed another wagon that had some. Um, Orcs. Some recent victims owe the culling. Yep. So me and Grim figured out how our rings worked. Yep. The ring of locating. Yeah. Or ring of tracking. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. You did. You haven't used those yet, but um, you do know how to work. I'm saving it. <laughs> saving it. You're really wanting to put it in somebody's pocket. <laughs> I just want to throw it, and somebody be like, "Ooh, a gold ring!" Shink. <laughs> Walk away. Nice. We'll try oh, to handle that. On the way, we ended up saving a random owl bear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you did. Yep. Which may have more of a story. May have had. <clears throat> may. Nope. <laughs> Going into episode twenty-one. Don't so you do it? Don't want to do that. Um, I'll just, all I will say is it may have had more of a storied past than you might think. Um, all tune in of, next yeah, week. Tune in this. Well, tune in for the episode that gets uploaded on the same day as this. Episode 21. Episode 21. 21. Correct. I'm 21. What do you mean? I did. Just let us continue. Yeah, let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you guys are in the woods. Corgus told you go to the city of Fark, the town of Fark, which is across the bridge, is the closest, the nearest large town that you get to. We do that. Wait there. Wait there for word from me. I need to figure out where the heck uh, the full hearts are. 
I need to figure out what's going on with the servants. You guys chill out there. Don't cause any trouble. Wait for word from me. We we did not. We tried. We, mm, well, before we got to the town, <laughs> Grim, Grim jumped off the cart because there was a screeching owlbear. Yeah. You guys did. You, ha, ha. So yeah. let's talk about the owlbear. You, there was an owlbear in the woods Ooh. being chased by gnolls, yep. which are stand-up hyena people. <laughs> yep. Look pretty savage. Look pretty... Um, now stand-up stand up is in like on two legs or like they have higher character? Uh, well... Remains to be seen, but okay. at least one of those. Right. <laughs> <laughs> at least the, the standing up part um, on two legs. It's a stand up guy. So you guys killed two of them that were chasing the owlbear down. You just, you guys decided that you wanted to save this owlbear. It looked yep. like it was in distress. And one of them got away. Sweet. Yep. Mm-hmm. Epic whiff. Yeah. <laughs> Jack did an epic whiff. He like came out of the shadows and swiped at some guy's back. Missed and then just sunk back into the shadows. <laughs> Completely unseen by anybody. It yep. was like an anime appears behind you kind of moment. <laughs> Yo, you made me use 1% of my full power. <laughs> I'm sorry, Master. <laughs> I'm sorry, Master. Forgive me. <clears throat> I missed all out. <laughs> um, so you guys finished that up and you headed to town, right? Yep. You yep. entered the city of Fark. Town of Fark. Met Argnon. Argnon. You met Argnon, who is a dragonborn sheriff of the town. Yep. Uh, this town ain't big enough for the two of you. That's not true. He didn't say that. But what'd you learn from him? He's a pretty cool guy. Yeah. But well, he's racist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the um, we learned that there was a what elf lady that could help us, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The I don't gardener. Know which, I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember her race. We did learn that Briar was in town. Something with a yeah. K. Briar. Clara. Clara? There we go. Yeah. Or with a C. I don't know. I don't know how you spell that. I mean, I know the it's way... It's fantasy, so it has to be a K. Yeah. I know the way... Absolutely. Spelled, I don't... I don't know. C-L-A-R-A? Yeah. Okay. I think... I would think it would be an I in it, so you don't I'm pronounce it Clara. I'm looking for race. Oh, there's there's definitely some silent letters in there. Lots of punctuation. It is an L. She was an L. C-L-A-R-A. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not spend any more minutes on Clara's <laughs> name spelling, if you don't mind. You know um, what? If you're if you're on Twitter or, or any any of our social media, you tell us how it should be spelled. Yeah, also follow us at Tank Media Games if you don't mind. You bunch of nice boys. If your name's girls. Clara, don't bother posting because you're biased on how your own name is spelled. Right. So. We have to have an unbiased Clara opinion. <laughs> Clara. Um, so if if your first name is Clara, but you go by your second name, <laughs> then you can comment. Please, I wanna I wanna unbuild all this Clara lore, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this this is going like the whole the this whole campaign is going to hinge on this. I don't like revealing everything, secret things about the campaign, but there is no Clara lore. <laughs> Nothing. Oh, there is now. <laughs> um, but anyway, That's, we didn't even talk to her the yeah. first time. We talked to Argnon. And then he was like, hey, there are some things going on. How did we figure out where the camp was? Because we just went straight there to the Knoll camp. I think we, he had literally... Oh, no, no I you knew. found it. Yeah, yeah, you found the, the trails. I saw which way he was running. Yeah. And we found Briar's tent. Yep. Well, that, that's what led you to the Knoll camp is... Um, Torture. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we, you found out... You did speak with Clara before you left. No, we didn't. Before, not before you left? No, we, we spoke to her when we got back. What happened yeah. was he's yeah. tracked the knoll running away. We went to town, talked to Argnon, went straight back I out, now. and then went to Briar's camp. And then I tortured a guy. The way you found Briar's camp was when you got close, Harlow rolled survival, and he smelled a specific smell that... Uh, the, the smell the, smitty. The, 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 <laughs> the specific smell, smell of uh, Briar's Jeez. pipe is what he smelled. Yeah, and then there we go. Yeah, yeah, because he had like a, a special kind of like smoking blend or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah. So you found his camp, but he's not there. There's a single knoll rummaging around. Not for long. Yeah, we caught him, and I put the sla- I got the slave collar from Burb, put it on him, and shocked him. Burb good was times. uncomfortable with that. <laughs> Burb no, was not no. pleased with that. Burb was. He was uncomfortable giving it to me, yeah, but he, then uh, he I mean. was fine with. Yeah. What happened afterwards? Very complicated individual. <laughs> um, I, ki- I killed Yeah, you killed him pretty bad. I let him, I let him After go. After healing him. Yeah, and I healed him. I was like, all right, you're free to go. And he tried to attack, and I said, no, sir. And I'm broken. Again, slammed I'd his like head to, into a tree, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to defend my NPC's motivations that 
you tied him to a tree, so he wanted to kill you when he got off. I like to defend that motivation that he had tied him to you. a tree and tortured him. Yeah. Well, I told him, I'm sure that <laughs> I, I almost remember telling him. <laughs> I wanted to let him go, but yeah. I just wanted information. He didn't want to talk. But he, he was died. being unreasonable. He died, and you. Because you guys learned from Argnon, right? You learned that there is a bit of a conflict between the town and the gnolls going mm-hmm. on. Indeed. You kind of entered into the a... The babies. You kind of entered into a... Uh, a dingo ate my baby. A Hatfields and McCoy situation. Mm-hmm. A fantasy version where they don't really... They know there's the event that caused it. There are some dead kids found in the woods. And that some people, the townsfolk assume the gnolls did it. The gnolls don't think they did it. Um, blah blah blah. But there's sure conflict. We didn't do that. <laughs> there's conflict, and so you guys are headed to the Knoll camp in search of Briar, though. Yep. And we found him. Did you find him? Well, we found the uh, camp, and we got down there. There was a treant and some guards, and then just some random camp goers. Mm-hmm. And I sneaked around. That's the proper word yeah, for that. That's stupid. I snuck. <laughs> I snuck over there. Snooped. Uh. Cut a hole in the tent and whisked in there. Yeah. Yeah, it had to be a big hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you found the tent. You had to indicate to us that you found Briar. So. Yeah. Arm, arms <laughs> I wide, was, wide I was open. like waving. <laughs> did like I put my arms out like a big fat man <laughs> and pointed to the tent. Yeah. And Br- Bryce mentioned the treant that was the c- the central focal point of this camp. Uh, <clears throat> that is an important feature. Yeah. So, I'll reiterate that. Um, Arlo came down to meet me. And Grim, did you come or did you come rushing down the front? Uh, I came rushing down the front. Okay. Arlo came around to meet me and they stealthily got Briar out, but there was a little bit of shuffly kerfuffling <laughs> inside, inside and they were like, hey, what's going on in there? And I was like, nothing. And I killed them. <laughs> and I killed them. And Fog Cloud was very helpful. Yeah. Fog Cloud, yep. Fog Cloud is. Is OP in, yeah. in our campaign. So let us know if we use it wrong. <laughs> uh, Arlo was able to escape. With Briar. Yeah. Well, the thing is that Fog Cloud, it doesn't. I don't think it gives you disadvantage. I think it gives you. Advantage it, it on It gives hiding. you, like, um. What is it? Cover. Light, light cover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as a rogue, <clears throat> I'm able to hide in light cover. So mm. I can stealth, and they can still be seen. I think it's light obscurity. Like the same thing. But well, no, because cover I, I in this is like it I adds AC bonus. Yeah, I didn't mean to say cover. No, but I got you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was I could hide and attack from my hidden places. Uh, at that time, Grim came in. Yep, I was fighting the same dude the entire time. <laughs> Same couple. You had a couple guys over there. I had two archers and one They were dude. standing back Spear to back man. and throwing punches as hard as they could. <laughs> I got hit a few times. Yeah. He didn't. But in, in the end, you, everyone succeeded. Briar was alive, but all but he was clinging to life. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the gnolls were killed. Yep. At least all the gnolls that were in the camp at the time. And Grim did something special with the body of one of them. Yep. <laughs> I reanimated a skeletal man. Uh-huh. Named he came bones. in to play later. <laughs> yep. Not the flesh meat. Just the skeleton bones. Just the skeleton. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was the flesh meat situation, but then it would turn out just to be the skeleton bones. Yep. Um, and this, uh, this happened... This was the pretty much the end. Um, that happened at the beginning of the next episode. Oh, yep. The begin- this was the beginning of our last uh, yeah. session of that's, recording. That's when we made the stretcher for mm-hmm. to roll Briar Wait. onto. Is that Bird got a cool ride. Huh? Is that one coming out yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Because isn't that the same one? We're up to the point where um, we go and talk to the mayor. Yeah, I thought mm-hmm. we weren't talking about that. Oh, no, we the, only thing we're, the only thing we're not talking about is whenever you guys... Uh, at the end of episode twenty, you guys leave the city and you're in the woods and you're about you've you've formulated a plan of what you're going to do next. Okay, yeah. I forgot about that one. So you guys <coughs> head back to town with Briar. We do. Yeah. Burb got a cool ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we kind of fast forwarded to that point, and then uh, that's when we met Clara. Yep. 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 You did. She was very excited that Briar was back because he helped her in the garden, the mm-hmm. community garden of the of, uh, Fark. Yep. Argnon 
uh, was troubled. He told us not to let um, Briar leave. This is after that he, had yeah. hmm? he had a captive. He had a captive. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he hadn't told you not to let Briar leave because there's an event that we will soon discuss that made him want Briar not to leave. I had forgotten all of this. Yeah, <laughs> I was okay. about to say there's a lot of happened before that because we. Uh, we this we is like the first time that Arlo got to speak to mm-hmm. Briar. Yeah. Yeah. And did you want to take lead on that? Um, he, if I remember right, he was kicked out of town because. Yeah, there's things indicated. The staff. Yeah, I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get me to say. Bryce is motioning across the table. That's why we're pausing and grunting, trying to figure out what he's talking about. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, he was he was kind of booted out of town. Um, he kind of that was a big truck. Yeah. He um, kind of had an adversary in old with a branch himself. Um, Ronald ended up like taking his staff from him, and basically like you know get out of here kind of mm-hmm. thing. Don't want to see you again. And he left, and that's where we found um, Briar's staff last time, and we have now returned it to him, to his person. Yes, and he has it back. He does, but then he gave it to me. Right, and he gave it to you. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Yeah, good moment for Arlo and Briar. So now I have a, I have a whooping stick. A whooping stick that yeah. gives you advantage on animal handling. Shred. You got another book somewhere along the line. Uh, I got Briar's um, journal about what he was doing out there. Oh, okay. Yeah, there was a journal, and he was writing a letter to you, yep. telling him, telling you that he missed you. He thinks you guys split up too soon. So, I have I have the I have Witherbranch's like beastly tome mm-hmm. that gives me what now? Whenever you're wanting like essentially, a, it's kind of like a Pokedex. Okay. Uh, if there's a creature that you guys don't know, like what its weaknesses or strengths are, or whatever, you could probably you get advantage on that knowledge. Okay. And then weakness. It may not have everything in it. It will probably be limited to It is not worldly, a great book, great big book of everything. <laughs> worldly oh. beings like it probably wouldn't be like it wouldn't tell you what grim is. Um, it wouldn't tell you like other worldly beings or things from the underdark or you okay. know stuff like just that. Great big beasts. But just st- st- big scary stuff that you'd be able to find in the woods. Maybe a few recipes <laughs> scattered the throughout. Title? <laughs> that's that's uh Ronald Witherbranch's <laughs> title is <laughs> Big bad stuff that you might find in the woods. <laughs> it's like, Ooh, here's one for unicorn. Oh, here's one for unicorn steak. Okay. <laughs> um, so I, I have that, and then I've got the staff that gives me advantage on animal handling. Mm-hmm. All right. So you can know about the animal and handle it just right. I can handle that. In the process as well, they did some shopping and got some magical mm-hmm. items too. Mm-hmm. Uh, could you recap me on... The stone that I got, yeah, it I can tell you. tells you how deep underground you are, I think. Yeah, stone. this is called the Geomancer's Glyph. It's an old stone carved device that allows the user to know how deep they are underground and grants proficiency in identifying different ty- different stone types. User has disadvantage on perception checks in sunlight while holding this device. I got a cool mirror. Gives me encouraging words. Uh-huh, yeah. Not much else. I get to look like at myself. An amulet of stone skin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't die. Yeah. Well, I can once. <laughs> you can die once. Yeah. Oh goodness. All right. So let's yeah let's let's get finished with this. This is a long recap episode. Ah, it's um, all good. Let's they, make they it need the in depth. Yeah, details. I agree. I, I I love it. Uh, let's make get to what happens next. We they went to sleep, and the next morning we found out we found the gallows being constructed. <laughs> and we were like, hey, what's going on? And well, no, like, we didn't. It was just me. Oh, yeah, him. No, it was that night. Yeah, that you, night. You slept after this all happened. Oh, uh, uh, I, I slept through all of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I'll let y'all take care of this recap. Yeah. I, can, I, can, I remember this Yeah, part. this is a grim story now. <clears throat> I went gallivanting about the town. Um, me, me and Grim went downstairs to get something to eat, something to drink, and he, he headed out, and I said, I'm not leaving Briar. That's right. No, we learned. Yeah, we asked the barkeep, the barkeep about what was going on. They're like, we're going to kill a knoll. And they're like, oh, <laughs> where is this knoll? And Arlo was troubled uh, about the killing of the knolls, and I was as well. So I left. But not too much. Um, <laughs> kind of without telling Arlo anything. And I approached the men building the uh, gallows. Asked them what was going on. <coughs> I kind of buddied up to them a little bit, and then I approached Argnon. There's a lot of finger guns. I remember. <laughs> a lot of finger, a lot of finger guns. guns. Audible finger guns. Um, with my skeleton bones in tow, and I uh, 
I spoke with Argnon a bit about what was going on, um, and I asked if I could see the prisoner, and he was like, sure, go ahead. So I went down there and I left Bones up top to kind of distract him, and I fumbled, literally, for some keys in the desk. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I went and spoke... across the room. <laughs> <laughs> God! Um, and I, I got the keys and I spoke to the knoll, healed him up, and I was like, hey, why don't you get out of here, but do it stealthy-like. Yeah. And um, turns out my distraction wasn't necessary because... Whole town was on fire when I got back. Not out. the whole town, just a couple buildings at the edge. Just three a couple of buildings. buildings. So yeah, Grim goes out. Or Argnon shouts to Grim like, "Hey, what are you doing down there? Come up here, I might need your help." And he comes out and he sees across the way a great fire at the edge of town, and the whole town is gathering on on the street, looking towards the edge of town. Uh, and behind the fire, you this, can see a a hill covered in knolls. This ruckus. Uh, roused me and Arlo. Yep. Yeah. It was you? Yeah, we, we saw what was happening at the window. Uh, I thought you said aroused us. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different kind of show. Dungeon Boys After Dark. <laughs> um, me and Arlo was... No. Uh, Briar was out cold. He was like yep. super in-depth sleeping. Yep. But... Me and Arlo caught up to Argnon and Grimm, and we made a short detour through an alleyway behind my former place of... Through, through your former... Yeah, through yeah. it. Picked up another butcher shop, yeah. yeah. So, a Jack Paul's old butcher shop in this town, They he kicked the door in, gave a shortcut to get in front of the crowd. And I picked up a secondary cleaver. Yeah. Which I'm in the process of making as we speak. Mm -hmm. Again, follow us on Twitter, subscribe on YouTube. If you would like to win an authentic, very cool Cleavy Boy. Also, leave any thoughts you have on the idea of me starting a YouTube channel for fantasy, uh, knife making, weapon making, things like that because I've always enjoyed that. I think it'd be cool to make videos for it. Write a review, review and leave your leave your vote in a review. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> so, you got to the front of the crowd and there was a giant, a giant knoll. Not giant. He was a large knoll. Probably knoll chieftain. A knoll chieftain. His name he said was Blackfang. He was a pretty formidable dude. He had a big old battle axe. Uh, and he said... Y'all, rippling pectorals. You guys have done us enough problems, and you have taken our fat druid. And Did he say it exactly like that? No, okay. pretty much. <laughs> uh, he said, "You've taken our fat druid. Give him back by nightfall tomorrow, or we will descend on your town with fire and blood." He said. Hmm. Uh, and then he used his battle axe, chopped at the foundation. What with one great heavy chop at the foundation of a burning building, and the whole thing toppled before him, and then he and his <clears> other 40 gnolls, or however many gnolls he had, ran back into the forest. Uh, and so the end of that episode, your boys put out the fires. Arlo had a cool move. Yeah, Arlo had a real cool move. Yeah, made a giant wall of water that was able to, like, they used it as a, res a reservoir to, like, put out the fires. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Which... Probably would, should uh, went a long way in you know your general your public opinion uh, for tomorrow morning's escapades. That's been my favorite uh, theater of the mind moment was picturing like the uh, the water just kind of starts seeping up out of the ground, but instead of like spreading out everywhere, it just like stacked yeah. on top of itself and built a wall up. Oh yeah, really cool. It's really like cool a ring, yeah. a ring, not a fire. I fell into flowing. No, don't do it. Flowing ring of water. <laughs> We're gonna get muted. Uh, copyright infringement. Anyway, so they went back home. They went to sleep. Or they went back to the to the end. Uh, they went to sleep. The next morning, they arose and oh, uh, they were told, "Hey, don't let Briar leave." Argnon said, "Don't take. Bri don't let Briar leave. We need him to stay." But guess we, what we did? We gotta decide what's gonna happen with him. And yeah, they woke up the next morning. They didn't forget to have breakfast. <laughs> That's right. He, he had the he had the first fast food in this fantasy land. Yeah, that's true. Um, but they loaded Briar up onto the wagon. <laughs> Briar rolled a natural twenty, 
to get the wagon around. So he just sure. like it appeared almost <laughs> before you. Uh, it was really fast. Yep. And you guys rode into the woods. Uh, yeah, but not before Burb took one for the team. Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Burb. They were firing arrows at the driver of the cart, trying to stop it. And Burb took an arrow in the shoulder. Um, and everyone <laughs> had the same sentiment that if Burb dies, we riot. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> everyone, if every- Burb dies, this world burns. <laughs> yeah. Every- everyone had that same sentiment, which I really... It, it does a DM good to have created a character that you would kill the rest of his characters for. <laughs> um, the en- entire world. In- anything, anybody. Yeah. Yeah, Burb is like the last good hope we have. <laughs> Uh, Bird decided he is uh, probably tougher than Graham. Uh, did he? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. <laughs> he took the arrow. And yeah, and I we did something, and he was like, "I was like, you're very tough, Bird." He's like, "Tougher than Graham." Yeah, we were like <laughs> shaking his hand or something. <laughs> I love Burp. Thank you for loving him as well. Bird carries the team. He really does. Yeah, sometimes you gotta put the team on his back. We got out of there and we got back to where the, we originally stopped. Yeah, the same little campsite thing. Um, kind of figuring that if we need to get, if we need to be the mediaries in this situation, we can't be in the village and we can't be with the gnolls. We have yeah. to be outside. Yeah, that was your motivation. Yeah. So. So I reversed back to the town. Yep. Yeah, Jack decided he's going to go to the town and do some investigating. And with some help. With some help of the bones, bones. the bones, the skeletal creature, and then Grim and Arlo went to try to find Black Fang's camp to talk to him, and that wraps us up. We are now all caught up. Yeah, I hope these episodes are beneficial to you. Um, I we may upload this before, oh, just a week before. It depends on how many we actually get in this recording session today. Ooh. So you may not actually have a new episode to listen to today, um, but this will be enough. <clears throat> You said 10. <laughs> yeah, we're going to record for 10 hours straight after this. Uh, that is not true. But we thank you for listening. We really hope you're enjoying the show. We really hope that... Um, if not, yeah. enjoy it anyway. Yeah, do that. Uh, please follow us on Twitter at Tank Media Games. Uh, if you want to be involved with the show to increase the quality of it or just to, to tell us, hey, you guys are good. Keep doing what you're doing. You want to do that with a with a, even a single dollar per month, go to patreon.com slash Network. Uh, to investigate our Patreon page. Uh, and finally, leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, those would be really good and really that would be really uh, helpful to us. Maybe get some visibility to get some more fans like you out there to listen. Uh, but thank you for being here. We hope that you've enjoyed it. Uh, the Dungeon Boys are looking at me and giving me the, the kindness of glances for you all. Uh, we hope to see you in the next episode. <laughs> I looked at Xenus' face and it looked more like someone had stolen something out of his pocket. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll see you in the next episode and remember we love you very much.